The Zone is presented by Guaranteed Foods, delivering all natural food to Midwestern families since 1958. Enjoy healthier food, more free time, free delivery, and better value. Go to GuaranteedFoods.com. All right, a Monday edition of The Zone right here on Sports Radio 810 WHB. Jason Anderson with you. Josh Briscoe, Dylan Michaels heading up until 2 o'clock the next four hours. We've got you. Boy, a lot of stuff to get into today. Not just all football all day because, you know, we went a full weekend without watching football. I'm not sure how we got through it, what we did. We talk about it together. We were able to get past the first weekend without football. And we'll take them one weekend at a time. Cupping weekend will be our second weekend without it. And then our third and our fourth and our fifth. And then eventually we'll be counting down the other way. It's like during the wintertime when the days get shorter and shorter and shorter and shorter. And then it's the shortest day. And then all of a sudden it's like, hey, now it's 6.15. It's still light outside. Okay. 6.30. All right. Now we're counting towards the time when it's going to be, you know, 9.15. And it's uh, still running around on the street for a little bit. You know, street light's not on yet, Mom. I can stay outside a little bit longer. I don't know what you're talking about, Jason. I did not have a weekend without football. I what? had I my day from about noon on Thursday, or I guess eleven o'clock on Thursday, uh, to right now, nothing happened. I just I feel like I just woke up. I've been in you. a fog, which is usually how I spend most weekends. Yeah. But in this case it was just from like day quill. I didn't miss football. I didn't miss anything. Yeah. I don't You just missed Did anything else happen? Were there sports this weekend? Looks ni- pretty nice out. Has it been nice out? You know, it's been beautiful. And the last few days have been really gorgeous. That's fantastic for other people. You know, I don't. I'm not jealous of anybody that's down in Surprise, Arizona, at all. No, why would you be? Because it's been nicer here than it has been there. As far as you know, Ellis. As far as I know, yeah, well, that actually makes sense. In I, your bed was nice. I had a dream. I'm, I'm assuming I wasn't there. I, Dylan, you mark that one for me. I appreciate it. Boy, it's, a, it's gonna be a good week. It's good for my bed, according to Jason. Uh, yeah, I had a weird dream at one point where I, I thought I woke up and let the dog out and it was like icy outside, but that seemed unreasonable. So I assumed that was another cold medicine hallucination. So you actually didn't know who let the dog out? I had no idea who, 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 who. Actually, you had to been anybody. The actual, you're the first person ever to ask the actual who question. Who let the dogs out? Why is there this cold, frozen <laughs> texture on the ground? I thought it was nice like two days ago. Man, uh, 913-912-4810 is the text line to join us. 913-912-4810. And see, you can hear him there in the background. Could you, so, man? Yeah. The cough button bit, today is going to get a workout for me, but not I'm, sure if you I'm all right. Who knows? I'm ba- this is, believe it or not, the best I've felt in days. Yes. <laughs> there you go. You're good, man. Uh, it's all good. Um, yeah, we will talk uh, We'll talk some football today. We will certainly talk some football, some Kansas City Chiefs football today, some NFL football. Uh, we'll do that as um, you know. we start to look ahead to the offseason a little bit. Not even a little bit. We do turn our full attention to the offseason, although we can still bask in the glory of a dynasty for the Kansas City Chiefs and winning their fourth Super Bowl championship, three in five years, and four Super Bowl appearances, et cetera, et cetera. We can do all of those things still um, and know that the Chiefs are going for a three-peat because Patrick Mahomes talked about it 
after the Super Bowl a week ago yesterday. There's the mic'd up that came out on Wednesday night of Patrick Mahomes talking about it with his family going before they got on stage. Like, we're going for three, man. We're going for three. I I want three. Nobody's ever done that. Nobody's ever done three in a row. I didn't know what Travis Kelsey was talking about when he said we want three when he was on the stage. We we couldn't get three without two. I was like, is he saying that their whole goal was a three-peat? Is that why he's been this obsessed about I want this more than ever because I want three in a row? And we can't get to three in a row if we don't get to two. So this entire time, they've been focused on getting three consecutive Super Bowls? Okay. Well, there's nothing new this year, upcoming this year, that they will experience that didn't happen this year in terms of how teams are approaching them. They're the world champions. They were the world champions last year. Nobody's going to go, well, you know, they're the back-to-back world champions, so now we're going to show up with even more effort, enthusiasm. We're going to challenge ourselves against that team even more because they've won back-to-back and they're going for three in a row. Well, They talked about going back-to-back last year, before the season, after the Super Bowl against the Eagles, wanting to go back-to-back, the first one in two decades to go back-to-back. Now, they are the first team, you know, one of however many teams to get a chance to win three consecutive championships And we'll see how many of the guys that were out there in Vegas will be, if they make it, in New Orleans. And how many of those guys out there in Vegas have to be on this team for them to get back to New Orleans, for him to get back to the Super Bowl to New Orleans this next year? That's going to be a bigger question this offseason because we are in the position of discussing a dynasty, which is great, but we're in the position of discussing a dynasty through the lens of how do they win a Super Bowl. Not through the lens of, can this team make the playoffs? Can this team get to 500? Can this team find a quarterback that can win you some games? Can this team win in the postseason? Can this team make a Super Bowl? Those are the, the, the things that are going through almost every other team in the AFC, except the Chiefs and the Bengals. The Bengals, can we keep Joe Burrow healthy, and what are we going to do with the uh, free agents? They know they can make a Super Bowl. They did it. They know they can beat the Chiefs. They did it in the playoffs. Everybody else is wondering if they can make a Super Bowl or do they have the guy who's going to be the signal caller in place to do that. And if not, do we continue with status quo and just hope things work in our favor or do we reshuffle the entire deck, get a new shoe, and try to go through this um, uh, this, this next year or two years in a lead-up and a run-up? Because the Chiefs were sitting in a position in the mid-2000s with Andy Reid, with Alex Smith, of they are a good team. Can they break through? Well, at the time we thought, yeah, they could. Yeah, yeah, they, they can break through because we didn't know what a, like a, a a real Super Bowl team looked like. You know, we know what it looks. We know what a dynasty looks like, right? Um, but at the time, it was like, you know, I think they could do it. But man, it just get past the Steelers team in the divisional round. Joe you know? Flacco could do it. Come on, man, just get past this divisional, and then you can go and you know, then you're talking about one game settings. All right, this this thing can happen. They can do this the way that they pressure the quarterback. Alex Smith's not turning the ball over. Can run a little bit. Uh, you just, just little things here or there. They can get it done. And it was wishful thinking, looking back on it, and the Chiefs knew that. And so going into 2017, they thought they were going to make a play for a quarterback. Excuse me, 2000. 16, they thought they were going to make a play for a quarterback yeah. in Paxton Lynch. Yeah. And that didn't work out. Thankfully. Thank God. <laughs> that did not work out. And then they put all of their eggs into the Patrick Mahomes basket, and that thing has just hatched so many different memories 
and successes along the way. And it's hatched three Lombardi trophies and four Lamar Hunt trophies. They put all their eggs in the Patrick Mahomes basket, and then all of those eggs hatched into golden gooses, which, which is, is crazy. Now they're laying yes. more golden. They're actually laying silver eggs, yeah. and then they we keep, we keep putting those silver eggs on top of like a little stand. And huh, look at that! They keep holding the silver eggs. They're, they're shaped oddly. One of the silver eggs doesn't have the stand, but it does say MVP on it, which is sort of weird for an egg. You know, the Easter Bunny sometimes leaves, like, uh, uh, chocolate-looking uh, eggs that kind of look like a football Yeah, at times. Oh, yeah, you're right. Interesting. So that's what the Easter Bunny leaves at our house from time to time. Uh, it just depends. I, I love when they do that. Uh, that's awesome. They is in, I don't know, if they're one, there's two. I, do they co-opt? I don't, I, do I, they, I mean. Do they get other Easter Bunnies out there to work together to make sure they get to every single house? We had to work pretty hard as a society to make Santa make any sort of, like, functional sense in yeah. terms of how does he cover that much ground. He does cover the Easter Bunny has a lot of ground to cover, and they don't have a sleigh. It's right. a rabbit. They hop. They just hop. It's got, got to be a lot of them uh, that work for a team. I feel you like know, you're right. I feel like work. there's got to be. The Teamwork. Easter Bunny is legion. <laughs> I never <laughs> thought about that. exactly huh. right. That's exactly right. Um, so we will uh, we'll continue to talk some Chiefs football. We'll talk some Royals baseball today as well um, with the uh, Royals spring training, pitchers, catchers, position players, everybody there in Surprise, Arizona. Um, we will uh, talk some Royals baseball and uh, some college basketball, certainly. We will talk some college basketball uh, today with um, KU winning over the weekend, a big road win against Oklahoma. K-State not able to pull off the game against TCU and Mizzou. Oh, so close. Mm. <laughs> My son was like, yeah, mm. Missouri played pretty well. They only lost by three on the road. That's exactly right. Moral victories. There you go. It's yeah. where you're at right now. Moral victories. They only lost by three. So the the maybe the biggest development of the entire weekend <laughs> of the three local schools is that somehow, someway, Missouri stayed in the game against Ole Miss the entire 40 minutes. I didn't know KU was still allowed to win a road game, so that was like still kind of touch and go for me. Makes but, sense. I mean, that, that's got to count as like a... Maybe a half a conference loss. Not you don't get to claim half a win, no more. But as a moral mm-hmm. loss, could you just get like only half a loss there? That's what you're saying. So they would be zero and eleven and a half. Yeah, that feels a little bit better than like being zero and twelve. I like that. Zero and eleven and a half. And yes, of course, Kansas is allowed to win road games. Come on, the Big Twelve figured out. Wait a minute, what are we doing here? <laughs> just joking. Just joking. It was Oklahoma. Oklahoma had to do that. I mean, Oklahoma had to uh, let's take a ten point lead and turn it into or eleven point lead, whatever it is, turn it into a ten point loss. But it's a big win for KU. We'll talk about the Big Twelve with Ari Temkin coming up at eleven o'clock. Sirius XM College host, Big Twelve Radio, and uh, we'll get his thoughts on this uh, conference season so far. Um, and the build-up and what will be the stretch run of the Big 12 Conference. Coming up at noon, we will talk with Josh Kaiser, KCSN, One Royal Way podcast host, and uh, get his thoughts on the Kansas City Royals and heading to spring training and hope spring's eternal and, um, you know, getting some games underway and uh, looking at some of the... When they signed, I think, Lugo and then Waka, because Waka was a, a few days after Lugo, so Waka and Hunter Renfro were announced on the same day, which was a few days after Seth Lugo. So they signed Seth Lugo. Three days later, they signed Renfro and, and Michael Waka. And I went and placed money at DraftKings on the Royals to win the Central. Mm-hmm. And it was like, I don't even remember what it was, but I put 10 bucks on it to win... I don't know, some amount of money. I'd have to go back and look. I'll, I'll go find that because my, my ticket's still open there. But I know this. 
They're already allowing me to cash out for 20 bucks. Interesting. That's how much the odds have changed. Interesting. In that time from placing them. I went there, and I'm looking through, like, the, the bets that are still active. I'm like, oh, I still got that one. I'm like, cash out available. Wow, okay, it's changed that much. Okay, they're, they're like, they're saying, hey, we'll just let you double your money right now before any games have even played because the odds have changed that much to where since you placed that bet on the Royals to win the Central. Plus two thousand is what I is what I okay. had here. I think we made it the same time. Yeah. So uh, so I can I can double my money right now if I cash out. I can take that's, that ten bucks and turn it into twenty, baby. That's pretty uh, interesting. Thank you. Yes. Uh, so that's sort of how Vegas the Darlings, Kansas City Royals. Yeah, I guess. Well, it depends on what the different projection models that you use. Pakoda doesn't like the Royals. Fangraphs likes them better. Fangraphs, I think there's a six-game difference between the two. Pakoda has them as a 70-win team. Fangraphs, I think, has them as a 76-win team. And so, you know, we'll see what the, they end up being. But certainly we'll talk some Kansas City Royals as they get ready for what should be a, an exciting season. What would – I shouldn't say, shouldn't say should be. What will hopefully be an exciting season yeah. for the Kansas City Royals, and how much it will mean if they ended fifteen and twelve in September last year? You know, they ended fifteen and twelve. They went fifteen and twelve in September, and unlike other years, we have never ever went into a spring training with the Royals talking about how they ended the year before in a rough season, but they ended well. We've never done that before. This is a new new this territory. Is, this is like the first time. Anybody has ever said that about the Royals? In at least a year. <laughs> it's been at least 12 months. In since at least 11 and a half months. Man, that hasn't happened in, I don't know, nine, ten months. I, that hasn't happened since the last time Drake had a beard, I guess. That's, I, that's a great point. thinking about it now. It's a great really. point, yeah. Um, so that number will be thrown around, but I think it'll be thrown around differently in, hey, look. See how they finished. Now you're adding these guys to the mix. They kind of had some pieces. They started to figure it out. Now you're putting some guys that have won before and have a good understanding of, of what it takes, and you're rebuilding the bullpen, et cetera. So we'll talk with Josh Kaiser about that from uh, One Royal Way Podcast, get his thoughts on spring training. And, of course, I mean, everybody's arguing, mad, excited about John Schreiber or you hate him, or you think David Sandlin was the next great you know, uh, pitching prospect for the Royals. Um, it's crazy. It's like either you've put the Royals out of your mind because it's football season, or you're arguing about a guy who might be the 26th player on the team because a guy who was like the 22nd-ranked prospect in the Royals organization last year was traded away, a 22-year-old that was in single A as a starting pitcher, and you're like, what the hell is J.J. Piccolo doing? Like, this guy is a freaking idiot. This guy has traded away somebody that I'm reading about, and the numbers look pretty good, in single A, for 30-year-old relief pitcher. I mean, J.J. Piccolo is stupid. He is dumb. He is Dayton Moore Part 2. This is ridiculous. Except the, the difference would be the previous regime, I don't think would have turned a 6-ERA pitcher at Oklahoma into being able to trade him two years later for a bag of balls. You know, a brand new fungo bat, some baseballs, a new first baseman's mitt. Uh, they got a serviceable reliever out of him. Also, we'll yeah, that, that last regime, famously, what's the word, transactional? 
Yeah, both v- famously transactional and really good at developing pitching. Prospects. Sort of a weird, sort of a weird complaint. I saw, I saw some of the discourse around <laughs> all of this in my uh, uh, haze. I get it, and <laughs> it was such a perfect reminder of the exact time of year we're in. Yeah. Of like pitchers and catchers, spring training's here, football's just simmering down, and those beautiful baseball diehards, including the aforementioned Josh Kaiser, they all have opinions. They all. Have th- Opinions about how this panned out that either is, you know, I see I see what they're doing here and they still we're all talking about team control and and three three years of control for Schreiber. But I'd rather have Sandlin and I'd rather it was it was a perfect little whirlwind of February baseball of two names that we may literally never speak about again in like six months. Hopefully that's not the case, because I guess Schreiber should have some impact. But delicious, perfect February. Everyone's starving for baseball. It's like a real-world non-baseball fight, but like a real-world fight <laughs> yes. to where somebody's like trying to get – you're holding back. Hold me back. You're, you're pulling somebody back <laughs> as in like, you know, hey, no, no, come over here. We're, we're, we're talking baseball now, and they're, they're trying to break through to get back to football conversation. Like, yes. no, you're not going to pull me away from the football conversation. It's right there. Chris Jones like, said he's no. never leaving. Get over here. No, it's they're in spring training now. No, never. Legarius needs said pay me. They're in a, a tornado and they're holding on. The tornado's <laughs> pulling them back. It's like in Twister where they're held on by the belt. You, your baseball six. Sorry, spoiler the, alert. Your baseball. Did you see they're making another Twister? What, what's I, the? I saw that. I saw that too, and I was like, Twisters? did everybody else know about Twister? that? Twisters. I think it's Twisters plural. Yeah, and they're they're doing like the same things. They're like, oh, there's a cow. Oh, but we have twins. Yeah, you already said that one. Oh, look, we're going through a house. Already did that one. What's, they hey, did it. They probably did it better the first time. It looked to me like it was going to be a remake, but then they called it Twisters, and so is this like is this like a, a, is this a sequel? A Ghostbuster situation, whatever. What was is this a, a prequel? What, oh, is it a prequel? Is this Bill and Joe when they were married? The origin of tornadoes. We are going back into physics. Jesus, the- Jaws. That we think it did. All right, so it's that guy Things with the. It, it's the guy with the funny looking face. <laughs> And a bunch of people I don't recognize. And Anthony Ramos. You talked to him at the Super Bowl uh, a couple years ago. Oh, I like it now. Looking forward to it. Sounds like it's a great movie. I'm sure he's, like I'm sure he's great. <laughs> I'm sure he's phenomenal. I'm sure he's great in it. Can we get him on the phone to talk about Twisters to see if this is a sequel, a prequel, or just a remake? <sighs> Imagine having him on to just be like, all right, hey, so I don't understand. So Please, can you just explain what you're doing here? Are you guys going to go to to Wakita for f- food? The Food. The IMDb provides absolutely no clarification here. We know how IMDb uh, descriptions work on this show. It's a frequent part on Thursdays. An update to the 1996 film Twister, which centered around a pair of storm chasers who risked their lives in an attempt to test an experimental weather alert system. Dorothy. Yeah. An update to the 1996 film Twister. What does that mean? Is it named Toto now? What does that mean? <laughs> What's the name of Dorothy? Is it still Dorothy. Is Dorothy this, was flying, man. She's flying. Dorothy's flying, man. Is this like when... Uh-oh, Flim. That's not like Flim at all. There we go. It was uh, Dorothy. This is Will Stugatz and all of us. Is this, is this like when they like remastered like the Star Wars movies and like animated some stuff? An update to the 1996 film Twister. Not a sequel or a prequel or a remake. An update. That's a great, that's a great point. So is it just the movie again only acted with younger people? I'm, I don't know. I'm so confused. Bring Bill Paxton back, you know? I mean, you've got to do a lot of work for that. That but, I mean, I mean a lot technology's amazing right it now. Is, it is amazing. It takes a lot of work True. animating a tornado. Actually, Great. excuse me, animating Great. at least 
two. We're twisters. Plural. Yeah, twisters. Yeah, they have twins, but they already had sisters and twins and everything the first go around. We have cows. Nope, same cow. I don't understand. That's the same cow. I think so it's a go. remake, but it's called a different thing. So like we said, it's just like pulling somebody away from the football conversation. Exactly. But still wanting to hold on while there's fighting about the 19th ranked baseball prospect for the Royals that was uh, traded for a guy who had, you know, a, a mid to upper three ZRA as a reliever in 40 some odd innings last week and, and dealt with a an injury throughout the season. He was awesome in 2022. It's just a guy before and after that. Okay. We'll, we'll find out. We'll take a time out. Hey, Anthony Ramos is in this. What's it called? You talked to him at the Super Bowl a couple years ago. Is it Twisted? Twisted is delicious. Oh. Twister is a movie. Twisters could still just be a prank as far as I'm concerned. This is what people do with their brains. That's what they play to try to figure out if somebody <laughs> is actually on the level of Patrick Mahomes. We call it Twister. Coming up an hour from now, we'll head down to uh, Surprise, Arizona. A little spring training conversation as the Royals getting workouts underway and uh, going on. We'll do that coming up uh, in the next hour. We'll talk with Ari Temkin coming up at 11 o'clock. The uh, Sirius XM College host, Big 12 Radio. And then Josh Kaiser, KC Sports Network and uh, One Royal Way podcast. We'll talk with him coming up at noon. So we got some Royals on the docket today. And uh, certainly we got some uh, football and everything else. Um, the um, There was an interesting uh, story in The Athletic from Ken Rosenthal that uh, came out this morning that uh, we'll talk about um, with the guys in um, in Surprise, Arizona, or with Josh, or maybe with uh, with both. Josh Kaiser, not Josh Briscoe. Yeah. I, don't, I don't care about talking about it with you. I get it. Um, <clears throat> but, uh, you know, the importance of signing Will Smith that – the Will Smith signing started the whole domino effect where he started recruiting for the Royals. They signed him on December 10th, and then he gets on the phone with Chris Stratton immediately and starts talking about joining the uh, the Royals because uh, Will Smith and Chris Stratton have been friends for a while. So he tells him about trying to turn the bullpen around. They signed Chris Stratton. Chris Stratton went to college with Hunter Renfro. They've been friends for a long time, so they start texting and getting on the phone and trying to, you know, get uh, get together. And, hey, what about the Royals? Hey, this is what the Royals are doing. Hunter Renfro signs. Hunter Renfro went to college, and he was a roommate with Adam Frazier for three years at Mississippi State. He's talking with Adam Frazier about the, what the Royals have been doing and how, you know, it reminds him of the Orioles. And Adam Frazier talking about, yeah, I can see those things with the uh, Orioles. But, you know, he's still looking at some other things. Will Smith then... Um, you know, talking with Seth Lugo and uh, Seth Lugo and him texting and Seth Lugo's wife is worried that the team is so young, nobody has kids on the team <laughs> that the Lugos who have two kids, because Seth Lugo's 34, they have two kids, that they would be the only ones with kids on the Royals or, and the Royals team. Um, and uh, Will Smith's like, no, we got a we got a child as well. You know, there that you won't be the only wife that's out here. You know, there'll be other. There's married. Uh, you know, so they're talking about all those things because that's something that people think about when they're talking about where they're going to move yeah. to. I'm moving to a new organization. I can choose between a few. This is a really young team with a bunch of guys in their early twenties. Sounds like a partying team. 
I got a three-year-old and a one-year-old. <laughs> I ain't partying. And my wife doesn't want to go there and hang out with the 24-year-old girlfriends. You know, <laughs> she's in her early 30s. She's a mom. She's not in that stage in her life. You want people that are peers with you. And so then, you know, Will Smith's like, no, that's not, there's, there, are other, there are other people that are on the team like this. So he then recruits Seth Lugo. Seth Lugo gets a congratulatory text when he, uh, when he signs with the Royals from Michael Waka. And J.J. Piccolo goes, you think he'll sign? <laughs> and Seth Lugo goes, let me see what I could do. And he starts talking with Michael Waka. It all started with Will Smith on December 10th. And by December 18th, there were Will Smith, Chris Stratton, Hunter Renfro, Seth Lugo, and Michael Waka. Five guys in the next eight days, in the next week, from texting and recruiting of, hey, guys, what, what about the Royals? Why don't you look at the Royals? I don't know about the Royals. Hey, here's what's going on over here. Here's what they're doing. It's a pretty cool story of connecting the dots of this person started the chain, and now you know Renfro was uh, – Chris Stratton knew Hunter Renfro for a long time, college uh, baseball. Their wives are friendly is a direct quote yeah, from right. the story. It's just, yeah, that's they, hilarious. Yeah, they've been friends for a long time. Hey, man, we're going to Kansas City. What do you think? Hunter, you're a free agent. Where are you heading? I have no idea, man. We're heading to Kansas City. Um, so, you know, we'll be out there. Will Smith's going to be out there, you know, plus uh, not Jada. Jada's not going with them, but uh, just Will Smith. The pitchers who, were, who oh, I'm talking about, uh, Hunter. I got gotcha you for a second there. Cool. Am I texting the Raiders receiver right now? Gosh dang it. That's not, you got the Arnett. actor and the receiver. It, the whole thing is very cool. And also just like maybe maybe it's more common in baseball when you do have these decisions that get made about your cities and you're playing 162 games. But football players are practicing with the same guys every day. Maybe mm-hmm. you're more insulated in your in your position groups and stuff like that. I don't know. But, like, think about the number of times we've talked about, like, would this player take less to go play with Brady? Or now, is this guy going to take less to come play with Mahomes? Here's just, like, a bunch of guys who are like, yeah, I mean, I can reach out if you want. Yeah, I mean, he's he's available, and I'm I'm going to sign. Yeah, sure, no, I'll go ahead and we'll, here, I'll give him your number. You wanna do, I'll do a group text. I'll have you and me, all, the, all three of us here. All right, so, hey, it's me. Hey, this is JJ. You're going to talk to him. He has some ideas, an exciting job opportunity for you. That That's a very cool way of all of these pieces kind of coming together and, I don't know. I don't. I don't want to get so bought into the mythos of of the energy of this team that right, I'm right. that I'm completely devastated by August. No, I'm with you. But this is this is yeah. what a good a good web of 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 connections looks like. This, there's nothing bad about any of this. This no. is an insider trading and nepotism. I mean, yeah. it's this is these are guys that you know get along that that are kind of seeing something good here. I, yeah. I think that is tangible. And they're seeing something good in the front office. Yes, and, and feeling yes. like they're heading in the right direction. Um, and I'm getting, hey, I'm getting a good a good vibe from this GM. Why don't you come in and see what his offer yeah. to you looks like? Because nobody's also, they're not signing contracts via text. But as a connection yeah. point, I, I think this being a, 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 what's the opposite of a canary in a coal mine? I don't know, a canary flying through the sky and <laughs> breathing clean a bird, air. A bird in the air. A bird in the air. <laughs> this is a good bird in the air, I think, for, for where the Royals are at right now. I do want to know what the exact opposite of a canary in a coal mine. I don't know. <laughs> Can't be. I mean, the opposite of a canary can't be another bird. Well, the opposite right? of a canary in a coal mine would be a coal mine in a canary. In a canary, and that's so, untenable. That would be terrible. That could just be coal terrible for that canary. There's some real coal in this canary here, Jason. Be real bad. That's I don't think it would one. work well for that canary. Don't think it would. Um, but yeah, and and so like the hearing like the behind the scenes of like the wives talking. About this is a pigeon in the sky, Jason. Done and done. Yes. Pigeon in the sky. It's like and close to a ribbon in the sky. That's oh. Stevie Wonder. Oh, we nailed it. Yes. I have no All idea right. how we nailed it. Sorry, back to your point, but I think we nailed it. I think so, too. 
of the uh, the wives sort of talking and, and getting along. One of the stories that's been kind of interesting behind the scenes with the Chiefs, this whole Taylor Swift thing. I don't know if you know this or not, but um, caught wind. Yeah, it, yeah, yeah. She's um, she's she's been a big deal. But one of the funny things that um, that has happened is that Blake Bell's wife is like really close with Taylor Swift and and Britney. Like it's not people are looking at like oh look Britney and Taylor Swift are not BFFs. And then there's a, a a third woman there along with them and there's Taylor Swift taking pictures with her like hand on on another woman's stomach. <laughs> and it's Blake Bell's wife. Yeah. And so like in my mind I'm thinking well if he's a free agent and another team offers him a little bit more money than what the Chiefs are offering, are they leaving? Yeah, good question. If like Travis and Taylor are still together, like that's the stuff to where like, oh, let's move over here where we don't know anybody, where we've got this circle of friends and and we know who we hang out with, who we're around and I mean that all matters. It all matters, but also if the Chiefs don't offer him a contract, then nothing you can do. Sure. <laughs> At that right. point you go to where the money is. Um but yeah, we'll see what happens with the uh, Royals. I thought it was an interesting uh, sort of piece from uh, Ken Rosenthal. That we'll talk about um, as the season certainly goes on, and we'll get some uh, reports from spring training as the week and the days go along, and we'll talk some college basketball with Ari Temkin today at 11 o'clock, and Mick Schaefer will join us as well. I do want to get into, before the show is over, we'll talk about uh, a few things. Um, We'll get into Rick Pitino and some college basketball with his commentary on St. John's and Missouri. Um, Actually, don't think it was a knock at Missouri, but you know we'll we'll talk. I also understand why Missouri fans are sensitive to the fact that when another team says or another coach says, "Well, you can recruit," you know, slow, unathletic players to Missouri, and like, well, what the hell, man? We were just sitting hey. over here, and we did, yeah, <laughs> and you damn right we can. Um, no, but I, I actually took something different from from that, so uh, we'll get into those things as well. And Antonio Pierce has some uh, comments for the Chiefs. And he's sitting next to, you know, Max Crosby saying those things. So uh, we'll hear from that as well. We'll take a time out. We'll come back and we will tell you how you can get something really cool and commemorative to remember this yet another Super Bowl run for the Kansas City Chiefs winning back-to-back Super Bowls. We'll take a time out. We'll come back and do that next. All right, hanging out right here on Sports Radio 810 WHB. Jason Anderson with you. Josh Briscoe, Dylan Michaels. We head up until 2 o'clock. We'll talk with Ari Temkin coming up at 11 o'clock, Sirius XM, college host, Big 12 Radio. Right now telling you how you can get a, uh, a commemorative uh, piece of memorabilia to remember and uh, look back on the Chiefs' Super Bowl run. Bob Iback joining us, Nyko Sports, with this uh, fantastic opportunity to get one of these beautiful, beautiful footballs. Bob, welcome to the show. How are you, sir? Hey, Jason, doing well. I've just been listening to you online, uh, talking about spring training oh, with yeah. the Royals, and, and that was a good segment, because uh, I spent 10 years with the Chicago Cubs in their front office, and I, I know what it's like in spring training when you can bring together uh, different people with backgrounds and and friendships and families and so forth, it certainly makes things a little easier when you go to recruit. And I'm sure that carries over in the football. And what mm-hmm. I'm about to talk about now is, uh, as people are starting to talk about, can they do a three-peat uh, with the Chiefs? 
we've got a special football that we've been uh, selling for the last, oh, I would say, 10 days. We're down like the last four or 500 of the footballs left. Uh, we start out with 5,000 of them on these back-to-back uh, championship footballs for the Super Bowl, that big 25-22 overtime win out in Vegas against San Francisco. And in a moment, I'll, I'll let people know how they can still get their hands on this, because I think in the next few days these will all be gone, as they were a year ago when we did something very similar. These are full-size, fully licensed Super Bowl footballs, Super Bowl 58. They'll have the score on there, 25-22, the overtime win. It'll say uh, uh, Super Bowl champions, back-to-back championships on one of the panels. Uh, there are only 5,000 ever be made. Uh, a portion of the proceeds are going to go ahead and help out a local charity there, CASA, which is the court-appointed special advocates to help out a lot of kids who've been abused or neglected, and uh, we've raised a lot of money for them right over there in Jackson County. Um, each football will have uh, various panels on there that are fully embossed, which will keep it pristine looking for years to come. They're priced at just $119.95 each. You'll get a number certificate of authenticity, and in a moment I'll give out that phone number and website how you can still participate, because like I said, we're down to about four or 500 of these left in the collection. Um, the top panel on the ball will feature the season schedule, uh, all the scores, dates, opponents of every Chiefs game this year right next to a Chiefs helmet logo. The panel below that has stadium history, the official Super Bowl 58 logo and Roman numerals, the AFC logo, and championship history. We'll list all the previous Super Bowl titles won by the organization as well as AFC titles. And the last panel is interesting because for the first time ever, we're going to have uh, Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey color action photographs on the same panel of the football. Never been done before, so this is the first time, so it makes it very historic and very rare. Now, if you'd like to go ahead and order these, again, they're $119.95 each. Makes a Father's Day or Mother's Day gift idea. Here's the phone number to call, 1-800-345-2868. That's 1-800-345-2868. Or go right to the website. The phone lines are lit up. Um, Go right there. You can order them online, nikosports.com. It's spelled N I K. COsports.com. Again, that's NIKCOsports.com or 1 800 345 2868. And uh, Jason, in closing, uh, I just want to thank you and your station, your audience. We've raised over $3.2 million now for charities, and I know we'll raise a lot more on this special back to back championship football for the Chiefs for CASA. Yeah, that's the thing that's really cool about it is uh, the football is great. We know that. We've seen it. And it's a great piece and, a, a, you know, a, uh, could be a conversation piece or to cap off what uh, this year has been. But it's the uh, the money that goes to Jackson County Casa, the money that's gone to different charities in the uh, area. And, look, the Chiefs have brought a lot of joy uh, to a lot of people in the area, a lot of pride with the civic pride in winning. And because of that. They've also brought some money to these local charities because of working with Nyco Sports and um, and buying some of these uh, beautiful embossed footballs. And uh, like you said, $3.2 million has been raised over the years, and Jackson County Casa being the beneficiary this year, which is really, it's awesome. Yeah, it's it, that's something I've always gotten involved in, and the very charities we've worked with, Make-A-Wish Foundation. In fact, when I was in spring training in 1982, 
with the Cubs. Uh, the very first wish child uh, was out there. A little boy about eight years old wanted to be a police officer for the day, and uh, that was the very first wish for Make-A-Wish Foundation. I know now there are over 200,000 wishes that they've raised in, uh, since that time. So it got me interested in, in doing charitable work and uh, certainly uh, vote, you know, thinking about spring training and hearing your report recently uh, on, the, uh, on the Royals. I think Royals fans are going to be pleasantly surprised to see just what a good team this is going to be this year. I hope so. That's, uh, that's definitely the case. We're, we're certainly hoping that. And, um, you know, there's been too many times they've been disappointed when it uh, gets to uh, May. And uh, hopefully uh, in May, June, July, and into August, they're still talking about watching and scoreboard watching, which is great. I mean, scoreboard watching and a pennant uh, chase, we've had it a few times in the last decade. Well, a decade ago, I guess you could say, um, but uh, but it's a lot of fun, uh, and not just simply uh, scoreboard watching to see the dates pass to when we can get to training camp with the Chiefs. Uh, well, you're so you're so right. I mean, the Royals have a great great uh, history, and I always love coming out there when I was covering the Baltimore Orioles in the '70s for the Baltimore Sun, coming out to the stadium and seeing all the waterfalls, and uh, it was it was a fun time, fun experience. It's good baseball fans in your area. Yep, Bob, I really appreciate the time as always, sir. We'll continue to give out the number on the website for people to go and pick up these uh, final 300 to 400 that are available uh, left uh, for these footballs. Bob, thank you so much. I appreciate it, sir. All right, listen, have a great week and enjoy the baseball season coming up, and we'll catch you down the road, Jason. Absolutely. There's uh, Bob Iback again, Nico Sports, N-I-K-C-O Sports.com. You can go there and check out the uh, football. You can give a call, 1-800-345-2868. Uh, over uh, $3.2 million has been raised uh, already with Nyko Sports. These footballs are fantastic. Um, you know, I've got one after the first Super Bowl. Yeah, so it was the 2019 uh, season when they won in Miami against the uh, 49ers, uh, and that's really awesome. Uh, these things are, are uh, again, fully embossed. It's really cool. N-I-K-C-O sports.com, uh, and the money that's raised, a portion goes to Jackson County Casa, C-A-S-A, Jackson County Casa, uh, receives a portion of the uh, money that is raised. Again, 1-800-345-2868. We will uh, turn our attention to some college basketball with uh, K-State falling on a last-second shot to TCU, KU finding a way to get a win on the road at Oklahoma. Uh, we'll talk with Ari Temkin, Big 12 Radio with Sirius XM College, get his thoughts on uh, this Big 12 season, what he's seen from KU, how big of a win it was for them to come together and play like they did, outscoring Oklahoma by 21 after falling behind by, uh, what, 11 in the first half. Um, and just, you know, continuing to have this theme of the three-point line being the big difference for KU. And uh, that uh, disparity cleared up in the second half. So we'll talk to him about that, what we learned from uh, KU or K-State and the TCU loss and getting ready for the uh, Texas Longhorns coming up tonight on Big Monday for K-State, 8 o'clock on ESPN, and the committee reveal that took place over the weekend. I went back and looked at, uh, just as a reference to see how often the committee is at least in the right ballpark. When it comes to teams that they have their initial release of the top 16 teams, the top four seeds, top four teams on each seed line, uh, and where those teams end up when it comes to the actual tournament bracket release. We'll do that as we continue rolling along, and we'll head down to uh, spring training in the next hour. More Zone next.